Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Welcome to episode 62 of the Business Breakthrough Podcast. My guest today is Vova Tess. Vova, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. I am excited to have you. Guys, Vova has some really cool stuff to tell us, and he is still quite young. He is 17 years old, and he's a multi-six-figure e-commerce entrepreneur, social media influencer, and speaker. He's created multiple online businesses that range from making anywhere to monthly five figures to six figures in sales. He gives speeches at his very own high school, showing his fellow peers, look, I can do it, so can you. And he's been featured in many articles from the New York Journal to BuzzFeed. Vova, I'm excited to learn about dropshipping, and are you still in high school at, like, while we're recording? I got two months left, yep. Two months left. Wow. Wow. So I started my first business when I was 10 and I ran a business in high school also, but it did not hit five and six figures. Like, no, it, it, it did not. So tell what me business? about what? What business did you start at 10 years old? What did I, at 10 years old, I was selling my own handiwork. I was selling bracelets, um, name bracelets. Selling, at 10 years old, I was selling everything in my house on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Guess we're in the same boat, kind of. <laughs> That's awesome. There was no EB when I was 10. That was the problem. <laughs> I just had my classmates. I only had access to people that I could see in person um, and, and um, access like with like a parent in the background somewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Internet's crazy. It is crazy. I wonder sometimes what I would have done if I was growing up today. I cannot even imagine, honestly. Gary Vee says the same thing. <laughs> he says 0% chance that he would have ever graduated high school. If he grew up today. Yeah, I'll agree. I don't think I, but I would have made way more money before I was 20. <laughs> that yeah. for sure. Yep. So you're already doing that. So tell me a little bit about, okay, so by 10, so you're obviously a natural entrepreneur. Um, by 10, you're already selling your house on eBay. How did you come into business at such a young age? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, I was selling everything in my house on eBay, not my own house, but <laughs> yeah, everything in my house, like, uh, to games and stuff like that like my nintendo ds and wii and stuff like that um how i got into it so why i love entrepreneurship and why i will forever be an entrepreneur is because my mom lost her job in the 2008 financial crash and i was seven years old and we live in new york so it hit pretty hard here and she lost her job as long as, as other millions of people as well she worked for like cb cbs and she did, I don't know what she did, but she did something and she lost her job. And uh, at seven years old, I'm like, wow, I don't want anybody to determine my income but me. So that's that, why. That's I'm a pretty mature reflection for a seven-year-old. Well, yeah, it, I didn't like think about it all at once, but I, I do a lot of um, reprogramming as to why I do what I do now, how I grew up and and really go into the mind like why did i do this did something in my past cause me to do this now um why like i'm not an average 17 year old and i'm completely aware of that and i'm always wondering like why 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 so i always like engineer my brain and stuff 
Okay. So at seven, you're like, I don't want anyone to determine my income. And you decide at seven that you're going to go make money. Yeah. At seven, I didn't really take any action, but at 10, I did selling stuff in my house on eBay. Did anyone mind? Because I'm guessing you weren't the one who bought that stuff. Like as a parent, if my 10 year old right now went and started selling the stuff in my house, I wouldn't really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I definitely didn't buy it, but I didn't, it was like mine. So it was like my, my games and stuff like. Hey, um, I mean, they I, were gifts for you. They really belong to you. Well, yeah. So like Nintendo, I was like, man, I don't, I don't even play this game anymore. Let me sell it. Something like that. So I didn't like take my mom's clothes, like and stuff. <laughs> the house TV, the couch, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> yeah, I was selling like my Wii. Okay, fair enough. And so that kind of wet your appetite. You're like, hey, money. Yeah. And then what? And then um fast forwarding to about 13 years old, I had a PS4. And like every other teenager, and I play, well, I don't play anymore, but I used well, to. Well, not if and- you sold it. <laughs> <laughs> no, at 13, I, I bought like the newest one. It came out that year, and I was playing. But I was like, I liked it because I was playing with all my friends. But at the same time, I'm like, there's got to be something more. So I went ahead and started a YouTube channel, gaming. And I was getting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views. It got up to about 5 million views in total. And... Five million views on YouTube is around five thousand dollars. So at thirteen, from thirteen to fifteen years old, making like five thousand dollars a year off YouTube, it's pretty cool. So a couple hundred bucks a month in the bank, and then I worked like summer jobs to produce my income. Like in the summer, I so let's fast forward. Uh, so I'm seventeen now. At sixteen years old, I got a job as a lifeguard, and I completely hated that job. And during that job, I actually started drop shipping. What I used to do, I used to work in a basement. It had no service. And I used to download YouTube videos of drop shipping people I wanted to be like and I wanted to learn from. And then I used to download their videos and watch them in that basement. And I used to try to learn from them. I watched that and nothing ever worked. I was and every every paycheck I like made, I put back into Facebook ads. Everything I did, I put back in, kept trying to make an income and all that. And then one day, a product popped off. I made $1,500 in a single day on Shopify and quit my job that same day when I worked like eight hours minimum wage. So, Gotcha. So you were working at a lifeguard in a pool in a basement. And yeah. uh, instead of watching the kids swimming, you were watching YouTube. Yeah, so <laughs> there were no, no kids because it was gym. <laughs> and it was just like old people. And okay, fine. I was just messing with you. And it was a five-foot pool, and no, <laughs> the, the worst that's ever happened in 30 years was a paper cut. So <laughs> it sounds awful. I think I, yeah, I can't even imagine. I've also had some dumb jobs in my life, and um, I hear the brain fry. Sounds horrible. Yeah, I, uh, it's like so you make good use of your time. So can you explain to everyone a little more what is drop shipping? Because I think it's a term that gets thrown around. A lot of people don't understand it. Don't understand that it's something you can do with zero investment in terms of um, goods. Um, yes. You just have to be you're the conduit basically. So can you explain what what is the whole thing? How do you even hear about it? Uh, YouTube. Um, from Ty Lopez ads and stuff like that. I saw 15, 16 year olds making money. I'm like, why are they doing it? Why can't I? Um, what dropshipping is, you are essentially the middleman 
So let's say you have AliExpress. If anybody doesn't know what AliExpress is, it's the Chinese Amazon. You get products from there. You have your own Shopify store, which is your own website. Examples of the Shopify stores, Kylie Cosmetics, Kith, Fashion Nova, um, Gymshark. Those are all uh, Shopify stores. And um, what happens is you take products from AliExpress, you put them on your Shopify site, and then essentially, let's say you bought from my site, I would go ahead on AliExpress and send that product to, directly to your address. I wouldn't send it to mine and then yours. I would just send it to yours directly because you already paid. Let's say I'm selling something for 20 bucks, but I'm getting it myself for like $5. You already paid me $20. So I'm going to take your $20, take five of those dollars, pay for that item, and I keep 15. So. Right. And that's why job shipping is completely genius. But do you have it automated or do you have to manually go in? I mean, that would be super annoying. Someone buys something for 20 bucks and you've got to sit, even if it only takes you a minute and go order it and ship it to them. Or do you have software that links the two sites? Yeah, there is a software that links it. And then you just like press one button, all the information is put in. Also, I hire a virtual assistant through Upworks. Um, my guy lives in uh, Pakistan. Currency is obviously the United States dollar is a lot more than whatever currency they use. And I pay him around $10 a day and he fulfills those orders for me and those customer service for my websites. That so works. I love it. What's the name of the software that links the two sites? Oh, Berlo. It's how you import products and stuff. So you just literally, it's one click of a button and it goes ahead. So you go on Shopify, you go on apps and then you download Oberlo. Super nice. Simple. How do you spell that? O B E R L O. O B E R L O. Awesome. It's I never the, heard of it. That's very cool. It's the number one Shopify app. It's used to link them, to link AliExpress to Shopify so you can import products and also used to order. Gotcha. So we've got a great business model here. We create a Shopify store. We get a VA in Pakistan. We pay 10 bucks a day. We link the two stores. We pick products on AliExpress. And that's why people look at it. They're like, oh, genius. Except that, you know, as you just said, you kept pouring money into Facebook ads, pouring money, pouring money, and nothing was happening. So what there's still a science to driving the traffic to your Shopify store and you getting the sales versus the hundreds of thousands of other people who watch the same YouTube videos and are like, hey, I want money too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So a drop shipping site is a lot of factors play into your drop shipping site work working. So you have your website customization. It can't look like a scam. It has to look professional. So nobody's going to buy from a website that doesn't look that good. Mm -hmm. Um, then we have the product. There are millions of products on AliExpress. Most of them don't work, but you have to find what does work and what the market wants. Then you have the art and strategy with facebook ads you can't just upload a facebook and it's magically how it works at all um you have to uh know what you're doing and the best way to learn that is investing in a course or a mentor okay got it so we've got website customization making sure it looks good then we've got um Products. social presence but choosing the actual product yeah. and then we've got the actual social media ads which best not try to figure it out yourself. Just take a course from an expert or hire a mentor to walk you through it. Because if you dabble, you'll just be washing the same money down the toilet and make it take longer. 100%. Love it. So how do you find products though? You know, I feel like I, I actually dabbled on AliExpress for a while. I wasn't trying to sell anything. I was just trying to buy some stuff. And the choices gave me such a headache. Couldn't figure out if anything was going to be legit or just complete garbage. And I was like, forget it. I'm done. Yeah, most of the stuff is kind of garbage. Um, so you, the way you present it on your website, you have to make it look not garbage and make it look 
professional and all that. So sometimes I would even take the extra step in ordering the product myself and taking some high quality images or hiring a video guy to sending him the product or there's only two day shipping. Do you ever ship a product that you haven't tried? And if you do and it's garbage, what happens? Well, um, of course. So sometimes I wouldn't order the, the product myself. I would just take the images from uh, Google or whatever and make it look nice. Um, and if it is garbage, I mean, the person still bought, but obviously you can't really do much about it. Um, and they not... return it? They'll never come back and buy from you again, though. Exactly. That's that's kind of bad, but we're not really building a brand. Now, building a brand will last your lifetime, but dropshipping, it's uh, quick. Most dropshipping stores die after like three months just because... Um, the value isn't there. So you make a lot of money real, real quick. And then you take that money and invest it in some more sites. Now what I'm doing now, instead of that is actually building a long-term brand that's going to last me possibly like a couple of years, right? Like actually building a brand um, such as Fashion Nova. For the, the product being garbage, I mean, yeah, you could deal with returns. You could offer either a new item or you could offer a partial refund and they keep it. There's tons of ways to deal with it, but you're still making profit nonetheless. Okay. Well, if they return it, aren't you not making profit? Well, yeah, but that's one in however many that. Oh, you're saying most people don't bother. This is all cheap stuff. This is low ticket. They buy it for seven bucks. Like what, what kind of things are you selling? What did you build a store on? Yeah, my first store was necklaces. Pretty, pretty low ticket. Um, selling it for 20 bucks, buying it for two. Uh, and, but now I'm switching to high, higher ticket because it's just so much better. So I, I, one of my mentors, he's selling something for like 300 bucks and he's getting it for a hundred. Like, so, um, yeah, uh, returns, it's not as much of a problem as most people think. Um, it's easy, pretty easy to deal with and, it's cheaper for me to send them a new item than for me to accept a return. So I usually offer that. that. I hear that. Yeah. So can I be like super blunt? Um, this goes against everything I believe in business, which is serving the customer, building loyalty. I always believe in building a brand, even if it's not from a branding perspective, but from a, a trust perspective. And this feels to me, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but it just feels so dishonest and sleazy. <laughs> like, 100%. But when you are buying from AliExpress, millions of people are buying. You're literally showing the same exact images and the same exact everything. It's just that the price is higher. And now right, because you you're pretending that it's better. You're taking better pictures and you're creating a nicer site and you're just fooling people into thinking that the same cheap garbage is not such cheap garbage. I mean, it's not all cheap garbage. Like, tons of people are satisfied with whatever they buy so you're looking for products that solve a problem um hey, i mean someone needs a cheap necklace cheap necklace it pops up in their feed it's in their face they're like "Ooh, cheap necklace okay they go they buy it it's at least as good as they thought it was cool it's not they say hey i want my money back you're like cool it only cost me two bucks anyways here basically yeah gotcha. i mean yeah so yeah i understand where you're thinking about what you're thinking about it. And I, I thought about it myself, of course. Um, and everybody does. And even my parents said the same thing. Uh, but um, 
it's I'm not- just curious like how you make peace with it. Like I hear it, just, I don't know. I don't know how to make peace with something like that. Cause I don't, do you feel good at the end of the day where you're like, I just sold hundred thousand people cheap garbage. <laughs> how about this? Um, Tiffany and co there's a neck, there's a necklace that, that I see all the time. It's like, it says nine, two, five, New York. Um, and it, it's, it's $23 on AliExpress. The only difference between the AliExpress one and the Tiffany and co one is that Tiffany and co says Tiffany and co on it. It's 23 on AliExpress and it's 150 on Tiffany and co. But on so, AliExpress it's not actually silver. Yes. It, neither is it. It's the same exact thing. It's I made of the that. same material. No way. Yes, it is. It says the same exact thing. They can't sell real silver necklace for 20 bucks. Who is? I'm silver costs you. more. You think it's really made of the same stuff? All right, send me one. 100%. I'm going to test it. <laughs> 100%. Let me send you the link. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, it's the same thing. But think about it like this. You know, Supreme? Supreme, yeah, because I'm in LA in West Hollywood. There's a Supreme down the block from me. Exactly. Supreme shirts are very 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 expensive correct correct and they're the same whatever garbage they probably make it for under five dollars i'm sure they do but that's their brand that's what a brand is a brand well, creates the exactly feeling what i'm doing i'm creating emotion and i'm creating a perceived brand okay okay all right all right i'll go with you you're and making I, them feel the way, better i didn't, I didn't create garbage it's not garbage. It, it's just cheap. Not garbage. Sorry, I'm not trying to be insulting. I'll, I'll stop. Not, um, whatever AliExpress stuff. But they feel better. They don't feel like it's as cheap, and they won't perceive it as as cheap because they, there was a branding element when they bought it that they felt like it was better. Exactly, and that's just the fault of the human mind. <laughs> not Fair enough. Fair also, enough. I, and I didn't create anything. I didn't think of drop shipping. There's millions of... No, no, no. hundreds of thousands of people doing it making way more money than i am um and by the way um fashion nova started off drop shipping for those i don't even know who fashion nova is honestly you don't know what fashion nova is it's <laughs> not the hottest, a clue the hottest brand out right now it's the number one fashion brand and it doesn't even have an online store it's, that's I mean, awesome it doesn't even have an in-person store it's all online haven't included so and it's a drop shipping brand they just take things off of aliexpress and send not, them not anymore it's the number one brand um it's um, influencers they pay influencers like cardi b kylie jenner um, kim kardashian all of those to wear their stuff and post instagram posts with it you know kylie jenner charges a million dollars for an instagram post i believe that i yep. totally believe that million dollars okay so i found the fashion nova store online yeah, it's no idea bad. what this is okay got it interesting They're okay like, yeah. i hear you now i hear you and I'll, I'll concede that point if you've created a brand around this stuff you have added value to it hey guys thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode stay tuned for part two going live thursday and of course subscribe you do not want to miss this You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show.
Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?